was all a dream. I used to read Wizard magazine. Marvel versus DC. I don't want to fight no more, y'all. Check this out right here. Hey everybody, welcome to Pittsburgh Comics Podcast number 537. Mike, pay attention, stop playing your video games. That's true, it's auto, it's stop auto-playing. You're watching it. I stopped! He just doesn't care. There's a lot of pressure. I mean, we're on Spotify now, man. We're big time. Spencer's been on Spotify for how long? I don't know. For a while, probably. Yeah, he just got on Spotify today because he... I just noticed that was on today. (laughs) Yeah, you just noticed, yeah. (laughs) So, I'm Colin McMahon, owner of Pittsburgh Comics. Joining me tonight are... Dave. Spencer. Pat. Mike. Okay, full crew. Marley. Rex. Everybody's here. Tim's here, too, but he doesn't like to talk on the podcast. Ooh, we're starting early. I like this. Six minutes in. I don't know. Six minutes in? Six minutes Six months early. Oh, yeah, I know. I like it because I'm reading a book and I can go home and read it earlier. Okay. Um, we got no questions this week. We got nothing. Wow. Nobody cares. Well, Zach did. said he is uh, he's afflicted with smooth brain disease. So. Smooth brain disease? Yeah, I don't know what that means. But that's okay. Marley, you have any questions? <laughs> no, just check. Doesn't sound that way. Yeah, so I don't really have anything to rant about. Um, I, I it, one little thing. I had gotten a, an email from a distributor asking me why I ordered a book so low, and it was more they were just reaching out to different retailers, a select group, um, was to it ask. A small publisher? Yeah, uh, it was IDW. Okay. And asking why I ordered one of the books at a low, I guess lower than expected number for them. And I explained why. So I gave him a short answer and I gave him a really long answer. And the short answer was I had no holds. I had no pre-orders at FOC. And right now, the small books that don't really have an audience, i.e. it's not one of a creator who has a following and yeah. it's not a subject. It's not Turtles. It's not Transformers. It's one of their originals. Yeah. And I said, I'm having trouble with that kind of book. And I'm not the only one having trouble with that. But, That's where returnability would help. Well, and I'm having trouble with that from Image and from Boom and from uh, IDW and from uh, Aftershock. And just a lot of these books are just kind of come out and go thud right now. And it might just be because there's too many of them. We can't, you know, there's not a bunch of superheroes. And look at this neat one. It's There's some superheroes and a lot of, just look at me and... So they asked if returnability or a lower discount would have helped, and I basically said returnability, just you know, taking the risk off me because right now I'm ordering to lose the least amount of money because they did really weird stuff this year where in November we were ordering Marvel books on FOC for February. The last week of the year we, ordered, we were ordering for... Um, valentine's day and it's like well because printers are closing and we got to get in the printer and we're taking two weeks off and there were all these excuses even this book in the, that i'm talking about we it was a seven week foc we foc'd on uh december 12th and it's not coming out till february 1st i'm like that's just a long time you know it's out of the norm 
and it makes me wonder what's going on. Am I going to have any books in January and February since we're having to order so so far out? And it just, I, you know, nobody asked for this book. I don't know why it's coming out. The solicit wasn't solid. It wasn't great. I don't, it doesn't immediately jump out as, oh, I can think of eight people that are going to be interested in this. Um, so it basically said that, and then I, and I, and, uh, and then I gave a longer answer. Like I said, here's the short answers, and that was clear and concise. And the rest is, I said, you guys have changed the way things work. And instead of FOC taking me half an hour, FOC now takes me two hours plus over two days on my time because i can't do it here at the store yeah because it's well i could do it on saturday but maybe maybe, but in the store but for the most part i'm having to do it at home and i basically said now that's on my time and i'm spending as little of my time on work as i can because i have to do this work and my problem was two hours times four weeks in a month that's eight hours that's a day Uh uh-huh and you're asking me to find an extra day in the month to do this work that oh, I didn't have to do. profit because these are small publishers. It's not like you're making right. a lot of money on their book. And it's just, well, and it's just, yeah, just a lot more work. And, you know, they're like, would things have helped, like a preview copy, stuff like that? And I said, no, because honestly, I don't have the extra time to open all the publisher emails because 90% of them are, Bob said, this book is great. And check us out, and we're getting we're getting you know praise from here here. It's like I don't care. I'm not reading your book seven weeks before it comes out. You're gonna be lucky if I read it the week it comes out when it comes out to talk about it. Let alone seven weeks out when I have other stuff going on. I need right. to read these books for next week or for this week or you know it's just there's only so much time. And I yeah. said that that's my biggest problem right now. And all of our biggest problem is just time. You're taking so much more time. It was fun talking to him because he was from Penguin. And I said, this week's shipment, I had to download seven separate invoices to check it in. And each invoice, downloading it and uploading it, reporting damages on each one, it takes time. And even if it's just 10 minutes doing that, there's an hour just doing invoices to check in the product. And it's just, it's too much. Yeah. And we're just, we're, we're getting burnt out on menial tasks. And I said, most stores don't have a receiving department or an ordering department. It's all on pretty much one person. Yeah. And that's the person making the decisions and you're burning that guy out. And it's not like you're getting like higher profits. Or right. Making no, any extra, we're making like, less yeah, actually. Yeah. Like, you know, it'd be like one thing if he was putting that extra work in. And we're getting something, you know, out of it, but you're, right. you're not getting... It's just to keep the, the train running. We're having to do this, all this extra. So don't ask me to do more on top of that. So that well, was The all. marketing piece is also another thing. When you're looking at the small publishers, and I know you have previews that you give to everybody. Right. And, and that's fine. But the problem with IDW is they don't have pictures. They barely have uh, two pages. Though. And right. the problem is, I right. said, I glance right over it. Because there's no pictures. I'm not just going to read the text. It's... Well, and that's... Well, as a comic reader, I just skip over it, too. Because yeah. I'm like... And that's what I said. I I'm said, like, bye. I'm like, I said, well, I, I always got to take my time when I get into like that, that, that part of the thing to make sure, like, 
to not skip, not so yeah. I make sure I get like the total books. You know what I mean to make sure I don't I don't forget those. Well, I said I give away seventy five previews a month, and that's my best marketing tool. And the people that take home these previews and look at them, that's the people who that do most of my pre orders. And if they're skipping right over your section, that's a problem. Yeah, I know I can't fix that. Did you get a response from them? Not yet. Uh, he thanked me for being so detailed because you know. And the other thing I said, I said when I opened. Um, Wizard and Comic Buyer's Guide were still around. Now, granted, in their death throes, but that was a place where small publishers could, or not even small, IDW is not small, but they could say, hey, here's what we have coming, and there was something. And even uh, you had comic book resources and Newsarama, where I. Now they're all lists. I'd check that a couple times a day. And I'm like, to be honest, the publishers might want to find a site and help fund them. Yeah, to have for like an this. actual like because comic it used website. to be there were reviews and I'd go and I'd check the reviews. What things are really well reviewed? Okay, I might want to push that book. Now, I asked a, I, I no, I don't think it was you. I asked a customer, and they said they get their reviews off a YouTube channel. It's like, well, okay, but I can't put you know. So it's like there's no central place to go to get information. So I'm like, you know, it might be a good idea to find a website that's still out there. Uh And the reason they went to lists and things like that was for the clicks, for the funding. So, you know, it might not hurt if, you know, you guys are having trouble marketing, which I get. I said the problem is if you, you know, just post it on your Facebook page, well, that's great for fans of IDW. And that's great for fans of those creators, but how are you reaching... It's not a broader, new... broader audience. It's right. Just a how are you audience, finding yeah. new people who might be interested in this? Well, that's exactly it. The people that go in and come in here and take the previews and do the pre-orders are kind of your hardcore right. people, not the new kid that comes in. They're going to look for stuff on the shelf. Right. And now you don't have a And that's Well, that's hard getting... to pre-order. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't... And, you know, hopefully, you know, it'll create some dialogue or something, but it's just like... Because it was funny. Um, he sent it late Monday, and I wanted to see what my numbers actually were ordering it. Um, and but so I woke up Tuesday morning like at six o'clock, thinking about it with the answers running through my head. And then today I was out walking Rex and thinking about it. I'm like, I better once Tim gets here, I better just sit down and. Well, the other type thing too is out. like they're losing a lot of their licenses too. Yeah. So well, it's so like, yeah. Well, and the problem it's one of the it's one of the IDW originals, and I'm like, overall they're not doing well. Um, but I think it's mostly because people don't know they exist. There was one that just came out. forget the name of dead seas something like that well i mean uh scott snatter had one another than yeah. you're talking about it like yeah did you ever hear anything no. about it like and he's one of yeah. the top writers well this one was by christopher cantwell who does a lot of um marvel stuff the star wars stuff but also he he did i think he's the guy who did halt and catch fire so he's a name hmm. his the number one had no picture in previews the first time i saw the cover was when the book arrived there's That's no, not there, great. There's no excuse to not to have a number one issue in the can with an image. But remember, they don't distribute through Diamond anymore. I understand just, that. And the problem is, Ping, PRH, I keep hearing, are going to come out with a catalog. But I said, it. my guys aren't digital people because I'm selling a print book. You know, So I need a print catalog. I, I don't know. Well, it's, look at who comes into a comic book shop to buy comic books. It's people our age. Yeah. We don't want digital. That's why the medium still exists. It's like, you know, comics haven't been going out pretty regularly 
for the most part, for decades, and it's just like, they just forgot how to, you know, the proper way of making comics and putting them out and making it easy for customers and retailers to, you know, figure out what to get, like. But I don't think it's that. I think it's that you have mega corporations well, yeah. buy these things and they go, well, why can't you run it the way we run everything else? Because the market is different. You're not selling these at Walmart. You're not selling these at, you know, you, you'll sell some of them at a Barnes & Noble, but Barnes & Noble would never have what Colin has here on the shelf. Yeah. It's Adam. He should know we're podcasting. <laughs> but I, I, it's kind of a ridiculous question. Same thing you asked. Yeah. Adam just texted me, what the hell? And it was that, it's Jeff. Oh, thing. Okay. So that was funny. That's just why I was showing it. I'm like, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to exclude you. That's okay. <sighs> so that's all I got. As far as a rant, it's not really a rant, but it's just a, I don't know how to make it better, but stop giving me, making it harder for us. But they got to help make it better. Yeah. Partnerships only work if they're true partnerships. Well, if the, it's you, you're the only one that has all the skin in the game. Yeah. You know, then, then it's not really a partnership. It's you're, you're just a supplier yeah. to me. Now, some I don't really look at the Marvel and DC previews or the IDW because I'm not doing an initial order. The initial order has a hard deadline, and I have to get everything else done. Yeah, their stuff I'm going to be ordering weeks later. There's no urgency to look at that. Yeah. So. No, you probably look at them right when you're getting ready to do your your TV show. Yeah, that's when I do. Yeah, that is exactly when I crack open the Marvel and the DC. Yeah, a lot of times I'm ordering stuff, and that's the first time I even knew about it. Well, Which isn't how it's supposed to work, but again, well, the other big thing for me is after the surgery and everything, my time is my time, and I really don't want to be reading publisher emails. I really don't want to be going through the previews. I have to do enough work at home that I try to spend, do as little as possible. Don't kick my dog. I'm watching my Okay. So... But that's all I got. I don't remember any news. Anybody see anything? I didn't see anything. There was a trailer that came out for a movie. Yeah, but nobody's yeah, going to see movie. that. Yeah, and nobody yeah. wants to see that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Modoc's identity, that kind of pissed me off. Yeah. No, who's Modoc? Yellow Jacket. Oh, okay. It just, it feels cheap. They, they owed him money. Him so. What's that? Didn't he get like squashed? No, he got the... minimum. He got yeah. minimized. He got brought into yeah. The, yeah. The, the quantum realm. Quantum realm, yeah. Uh, so. Quantum realm. I couldn't have come up with that in a million years. I was thinking this the should be microverse. The, the micro, yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was the microverse? I'm like, they're not calling it that. <laughs> Isn't that the micronauts? Yeah, yeah, the microverse. The microverse. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. They're all small people. All small things. They all live in the same place. They all can't be big. No. Micronauts were the uh, Japanese version of G.I. Joe that then when the oil crisis came, they got shrunk down to use less plastic. And then from you know there, the problem with then they became combiners and then got turned into Transformers. They got shipped back here as Transformers. The Micronauts, they did a lot of clear figures mm -hmm. and they were super brittle and they yeah. broke really easy. Yep, I had those. Yeah, me too. Really sad. Didn't Marvel do... 
God, I had their series. I had a lot uh, of Micronauts. I wonder what happened. To oh them. yeah, that, that was a great series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Michael Golden, I want to say, did some of the art in that. Yeah. Michael Golden, Bill Mantlo, I think. But I think they yeah. can't do anything with it because the rights reverted back to the toy company, whoever it was. Uh, yeah, that's Sakara. Not literally, they became the, the Transformers. Okay. Um, if you ever see the toys that made us... I the, saw that. I don't remember the Micronauts part of it. Yeah, because they, they called them by their Japanese name, and then they said when they imported them back to the U.S., that's when they became Micronauts. But they were something else. Okay. It, it, that's what it was. But they were originally based off of the American original 12-inch G.I. Joe doll that got shrunk down because the cost of oil went up. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Well, cool. I think it was called Mikuro Man. Well, that's and then that silly. became Micronauts when they came here. They okay. saved all the plastic for the Shogun Warriors. <laughs> oh, I remember that too. <laughs> those were I had. Those were huge. Transor Z, Voltron. Uh, I don't know. I don't Voltron remember the Voltron. names. You got one on yeah. me. I remember seeing the giant Voltron in Toys R Us. Which one? The yeah. lion one. The lion is the only Voltron. Like yes. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first series. No one remembers the second series. The third series was Cars. Mm-hmm. But everybody remembers yeah, the line the lines, lots. Yeah. Okay. Mike, you ready? No. Oh, you ready yeah. to roll? Because I, I see on your phone sure. you're ready to roll. Sure. And I know I'm excited to talk to you about one book. So I, re- and that was, I, that, I reread that book. Okay, this was next up on my list. I didn't get to it, but it was next up. Um, Fantastic Four, number three. I haven't three. read two yet. And I know they all fit yeah. together so nicely. Did you not read it, Dave? I read it. Oh, I, I don't read, think he liked it. I, I read it. Um, it's a slow burn. We're three issues in. We, yeah. <laughs> Tim shaking his head. And we literally don't know. It's just like simple backstories of a day in the life of. So this is just basically Human Torch, Johnny Storm. He's in New York City. And the Fantastic Four did something really, really bad. So he doesn't have money all the funds are locked up so he gets a part-time job at like a warehouse or something Dave it's like a Walmart shopland yeah and he's a greeter yeah he's a greeter and he dyes his hair and he's got like a and and what else does he dye his mustache his mustache his goatee. He, he, has a goatee. he looks like a bad porn star in that and look. he changed his name yeah to Johnny Fairweather Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. that a storm? So, <laughs> yep. so get it? he um, encounters a tornado, and he thinks back to the knowledge that he gained from Reed that if you apply heat to the top of a tornado, it'll do it'll suck it. So he saves people's lives that way. It, it, and then he encounters the bad boss of Walmart, whatever, and then he kind of goes to battle with him. And the whole thing. That kind of like really pissed me off, Dave. Is like he's battling this guy, and the torch won't burn anybody, hurt anybody. Through all these years, has he not learned any self-defense combat at all? Because he apparently doesn't know how to fight whatsoever. Because he gets clawed. Yeah. Well, that's I'm not buying that at all. That this guy would be able to kick him through a window. Twice he beat him up and controlled and him. And Johnny's better than that. Oh yeah. And you're like, why well, this is his mustache, but, Johnny? Yeah. But why did that happen, though? I, I was just like, for those that can't see it, Dave is rolling his eyes up in his head. <laughs> well, the guy, too, this Merrill guy, he has a vendetta against 
the Human Torch because he was in the Mafia and, you know, Johnny... He like, threatened to burn him, him right? Yeah, he burned him, yeah. And he appeared, and I was like, this looks really familiar. It was 30 years ago. I have that issue of this. And I'm like, what are the chances of that? Me remembering. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. And he literally shaved his facial hair off and he's like i won't burn you know kind of thing uh-huh i'm giving it one more issue if they don't do something in issue four because at the end sue calls johnny and says we need you you need to show up blah 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 and sue and reed are in, in front of a giant like biodome yeah somewhere well, it's, 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 it looks it's like a, the thing it looks like the thing it's yeah the thing. like a giant mound of the thing kind of looks like they're in like a traffic thing. jam yeah <laughs> and i'm like okay I'm like, so something yeah. happened to ben so you didn't like it, Dave? It's uh, no, it's very frustrating <laughs> yeah. to say I don't like it, but man, I don't. Yeah, I want to like it's it. Not, like I say, it's not ringing true. I don't think Johnny would work at a shopland. I don't think this guy. Why would, would Johnny to... not work in an auto place, working on cars with the knowledge he has? That that's what he's yeah. always done yeah. and loved. But now he's a greeter at Walmart with bad Maybe hair. He'd ask Peter to get a job for him or something. But yeah, and just the, the guy, the guy kicking Johnny through the window—that really got to me because that would never happen. Yeah, I just—it was like, you know, you try to believe what's Johnny going on, but then like, and like Johnny's getting his butt kicked by this guy, and I'm like, Johnny Storm yeah, doesn't know how to fight. All of a sudden, I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some like he, he was like the guy, you know, the Merrill guy. The, I mean, he's like a mustache twirling villain, just yeah. like like. I like making money. I'm not going to change because that store makes me money. I like money. And then Johnny Storm ended up getting, costing all the workers like 10% of their pay and all this other yeah. stuff. And then he's trying to like keep a secret identity and there was like a hot water heater was about to blow. Yeah, they all knew he was Johnny. And they all knew he was Johnny Storm. Well, and then too, he, always, he, every time he flamed on, he had to re-dye his hair yeah, yeah. because it burned up each time. No, just no. Yeah. I'm sticking with it because I love the Fantastic Four. I right? do too, but, and I like had high hope for this, but, but it's yeah, like it's just, just very frustrating. Three backstories of, eh. well, yeah. again with the as we keep on saying with the not knowing what caused because like okay maybe whatever happened caused like Johnny like he did he's not as strong or something as he it's not like you know what I mean. Like yeah, you you could do something like that, but not without not with not having that mystery solved yet. Hopefully, we don't have to be like with Spider Man yeah. and wait yeah. twenty one issues to get it, an idea it, of what happened. He better really, uh, you know, nail it on this mystery, whatever happened and yeah. why why. Well, the, I think it says at the end that they're going to reveal something, whether they do or not. I don't know. So, yeah, and. Slightly marginally better, maybe. Batman one thirty one. Go. I had to talk well, Mike off the cliff on this one. Certainly better than the week before. Yeah. Or month before. So Bruce is transported to another dimension, I guess you could say. Yeah, different, really. different Earth, different, different Earth, different Gotham. Any encounters? This just is just was lost. Skeleton Gordon. Skeleton Gordon with a mustache and a pipe, and I was like, I'm out. I enjoyed that. I'm like, oh, no, that annoyed. But that, that was annoyed, in his head, though. That annoyed me so much. But, but it's in his head. Yeah, it's all in his head. Yeah, and I was just like, but why skeleton head? Uh, Mike understands talking to people skeletons. 
that are not really there. I don't get it. It was like, and then the other thing that annoyed me was the drawing of Red Hood, or was it Red Mask? I can't remember. Red Mask. Red Mask. What was that? That was awful. Now I usually like Hawthorne's art, like a lot. I'm trying to. But it looked like it was supposed to be like Azrael because it had a cross. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like a mix between Red Hood and Azrael. Yeah. It. I don't know. It just. It, it didn't do anything for me at all. I was annoyed by the skeleton with the mustache. It was at least... I, but I liked the way it was drawn, but it was stupid. Mm-hmm. I'll get you. I'll, yeah, definitely and, give me and that. Then the, the backup story didn't was even it. dumber. Didn't even touch it. It was about toys or something? Little action figures? No, that was what they called the main story. Mm. It was about John and and Tim Drake. I it, it was just dumb. I yeah. did you like? I want to like Batman. I don't remember the backup story okay. offhand. Okay. Well, did you like the main story? I thought it was okay. I thought it was interesting. They got transported to a world that needed a Batman because this has because, never happened before. Well, no, but because the whatever the the Batman felt they didn't need him anymore because he existed. So. Well, and, and I'm not loving it, has but Venom. like that version of Bruce Wayne is Jack. I, whatever. Mm, yeah. Moving on. It was poop. <laughs> I agree with Pat. So the last one I'll talk about is Trojan Number One from AWA. That. Did you read it? I did. I enjoyed it. I did too. I did too, but I had to reread it to enjoy it. Because I talked to Colin this afternoon about it, and I just kind of had my mind blown. Like, what just happened? That's what happened. That's what I do. I can blow you your blow mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> I said I really like this part, and he went, I missed that. So, alongside human beings, you have, like, mythical creatures. He missed the reason she wanted to be in a snuff film? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I reread it, and I understood. So. So you had two pages sticking together then? Yeah, pretty much. It happens to Mike a lot. Yeah. That's why he liked that uh, hit me book so much. Let me know when you guys are done. <laughs> it might be about another hour. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you encounter in the beginning the dude's getting his antlers cut off. I guess he's a fairy or some kind of creature. Mm-hmm. And then there's another. They see, just grow back. Well, then another dude, the wing dude, was getting his stuff cut off and everything. Yeah. And then you have the main person in it i can't remember her girl name. yeah nessa something yeah. like that yeah he kept calling her girly yeah and she's kind of like talking to this dude who looks like a crackhead he was a crackhead was he a crackhead yeah okay. she specifically says you want to a... grab your pipe okay and so she's looking for some kind of information and everybody they encounter they think is like a fairy or some kind of mythical creature so you can smell him like yeah. some old guy but he was yeah. so the guy's right so she He's a computer hacker. Yeah, so he, she convinces him to go back to his apartment to show him some of the dark web, and not not Marvel's dark web. No, no, no. this is much darker. Yeah, but the guy has scruples. He's not going to get you kitty porn. He'll get you anything else, but no kitty porn. Yeah, of course it wasn't all altruistic. He said the NSA watches that shit. Yeah, so 
she keeps going to a different level and she's getting like all excited and, and like crying and like, like this is all crazy and all of a sudden she this is what threw me she goes do you have any snuff films and i'm like sites yeah, white, yeah. websites with and i'm like films. um okay never heard that in a comic before i'm like cool okay and then she suddenly starts taking her clothes off and he's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. what are you doing and she's like i need to make money they'll pay big money for this is it a corporation or like a something yeah yeah i i think it's just a guy a guy okay and she needs to raise money for her mother. She and, says. She says. And, I don't think that's true either. And he's like, well, you, that's could, what they all you say. could just be a webcam girl. And she's like, no, no, I, I need the money now. Yeah. And they're like, well, what's going to, why would they be interested in her? And she's almost undressed and she sprouts her wings and they look like butterflies, but she's a fairy. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, okay. I kind of think that her mother was killed by this guy. And so she's trying to get to him yeah. and that's how she's doing it. But after reading the second time, it was it was a lot better than the first one because the first time I was a little too confused what was going on, and that's all I have. Okay. Keep on going, because dude, we just talked about the two I read. <sighs> God, my God. Or uh, Dave. Uh, <laughs> you're just skipping Spencer yeah. like FM. Oh yeah, I didn't. Whichever, I don't care. Well, um, well uh, I think the only other one I think I really had to talk about. Is the uh, did you read the Ninja Turtle Alliance mm-hmm. thing? I like the artwork, and it seemed to like it seemed very cartoony, animated kind of style. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was really neat. Uh, well, because I think like a lot of that was supposed to kind of uh, maybe like how she was feeling and like the you know like the kind of like the thoughts of because then those last couple of pages were kind of like more traditional, you know, sleeker yeah. kind of. Um, yeah. But I always forget how. To get how to pronounce the the fox lady's name. I just call her a fox. I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking. It's like a, a some some other different like a like a word different language, but it's like a poxo or something like that. I don't know. They normally I think just call it like owl and the but it's um she's upset because she's feeling de- uh, betrayed because the um the turtles are working with Shredder again and uh. Shredder. <laughs> I know, I'm that's sorry. amazing. You're working so, with Shredder. Sorry. Uh, Shredder, uh, whenever, before she got... Oh! <laughs> what the hell? Oh! <laughs> oh! What the hell, Pat? Jesus. <laughs> oh. Keep going. Uh, After that? <laughs> yeah, we gotta keep, we gotta recur- Come on. Come okay, on. so... In the gas chamber, and I um, think that's worse. <laughs> So previously, before oh. she got, when she was just a fox, um, Shredder like kidnapped her and her whole and a whole like uh, family and like tortured them and stuff before like she got uh, um, mutated and stuff. Um, so she's upset with the Totals doing that and with the Foot Clan in general now. Uh, going back, uh, you know, with it not being in a splinter anymore, so she's feeling really. Just out of, like, she's just being outcast from her, you know, her, her new family. Uh, the only person she has left is uh, Angel, who is the girl that's in the uh, robot army that, uh, armor that's uh, go by nobody. And when she goes to find, uh, look for her, she finds that she's getting attacked by, like, you know, some government organization. And so they're fighting, um, and they eventually win and leave, and then... Uh, 
at the end they decide to align themselves with uh, Shredder's granddaughter. Uh, but like I said, like you said, that the art in the beginning of the book was really cool. It's um, it's the same guy he wrote in Andrew the yeah. issue and stuff. So, um, when are we gonna get the only th- question I have is when are we gonna get to the the war? The, the... But yeah, because even in like the mini series, it's not much, and we have like I think if you look on the checklist, there's like eight or ten issues left between because we're like, still we're just still building alliances at this point yeah like, when are we gonna battle and stuff so. yeah i don't know and like i'm interested to see what that is going to be because like i feel like a lot of it now is not going to fit like but yeah, there's not a lot of time left so yeah let's go um and then the only other one i had that uh was worth talking about but i'll i'll leave it for con is the uh is that uh, Doc Knight is still? But, but this is Lita for uh, for Colin. So what do you got, Dave? Uh, Secret Invasion number three. I'm just bombing to. This is this is written by Ryan North, who's the current writer of Fantastic <laughs> Four. Fantastic ah. Four. So take that for what it's worth. But <laughs> um, but at the end of the uh, end of the second issue. Maria Hill uh, is taking uh, blood samples of the heroes, and Tony Stark passes, and then Tony flies back to his apartment. And there's another, and there's another Tony Stark there. So you're wondering what's going on. So they explain what's going on in this issue. Uh, at the beginning, Tony calls Maria Hill and says, "I got to meet with you. I got to tell you something. I can't even like tell you over a secure channel. We have to meet." So. She jumps out of the helicarrier, goes down to Tony's apartment, uh, um, and Tony's there. He pass, gives gives him a blood test. He passes, and then six other Iron Mans fly in, who are all Tony, who are all Tony Starks. And Maria pulls the gun to Tony's head. What the heck's going on? And he explains that he, Tony, met. A friend of Doreen Green, who is Squirrel Girl. Oh God! Who's a, a she has a friend who's a scrawl, Jillian, or Gillian. I guess Ryan North wrote the Squirrel Girl series, so apparently, uh-huh. apparently this I don't know. I'm just guessing that the character was in this. The scrawl character was in that series, but. Tony said he got over, by meeting her, he got over his prejudice that all scrolls are bad. And that they're just people. And not all of them, you shouldn't, you know, shouldn't stereotype them. They all don't want to take over the, take over Earth. So he started training her as a fill-in Tony Stark. The scroll? Yeah. You know, she you know she could change into Tony Stark. That could change. be interesting, depending on what he had to fill in for him. And uh, and it went so well that he started training other scrolls. So Maria's sorry, but that does sound right. like Tony. Like scrolls are first to be like these master shapeshifters and are able to copy anybody, you know, and stuff like that, right? But it's like Tony has to train these people to do a better job of the thing that they're already like basically made to do. 
That's a very kind of Tony thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So Maria's, Maria Hill's not buying any of this. And in the last page, she takes her gun and she shoots, fires three shots. Like she's shooting the scrolls, like the other scrolls who are there. And that's how it ends. But I think what's going on, we'll see if I'm right. But Maria, I think Maria Hill is a scroll. And she's, oh, she's really? taken out the... How many issues are there? I'm not even sure. Hmm. Probably five or six. Yeah, but probably. Was it better written than Fantastic yeah, Four? Yeah, I think it was better written, yeah. Yeah. It was, I guess not saying too much, but, but uh, yeah. It was fine. It was, um, here's a new one. I read this book, Mosley. I read that. A new one from Boom. I wanted yep. to read this. This is by... Uh, um, yeah, Gillard, the uh, Rob, guy. Rob Yeah, Gillard Rob Gillery. From yeah. The Shoe. Yeah. Chew guy. Um, so this, this starts off, there's this guy, Marvin Mosley, and uh, it starts off with him saying goodbye to his wife and his baby daughter, Ruby. And he's going somewhere. You don't know where he's going. And he ends up in this utilitarian housing plan and he goes in this house and it's a robot humanoid <laughs> robot sitting at the dinner table named six s-i-x um and he basically he's marvin's telling him telling the robot all about himself all about life because he's developing artificial intelligence he's like in this program to develop artificial intelligence and then it skips forward, I guess, to when his daughter is a teenager and she's like doing this beta test of this virtual reality. And mostly he hates like what has become of the world with technology companies controlling everything. And he doesn't like what his, his daughter is involved in this. And he wants to do something about it. So one night, one night he's in this... Uh, Ali and this kid has these two drones and this little kid wants to steal his credits. And then what happens there, Colin? He gets hit by, he gets hit yeah, by lightning. Like, yeah. Like he becomes well, Thor or something. What I, the impression I got was it was basically that they had made um, the artificial, the computers into gods and let them control everything. Yeah. And I basically got the impression it was God saying, reclaim my people. Oh, okay. okay. And empowering okay. him to take things back. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's ready to, to take things back. And yeah. From these techno gods who they've like built statues yeah yeah they gave over everything and it, yeah it was uh the daughter was they created empathy in the computers finally and, and they could yeah. p put it in everybody's heads or the she yeah, they she, were receiving it from everybody yeah she got into everybody's head yeah. or something yeah so it was fine it was interesting yeah. different yeah oh yeah and uh last one the approach now, there was a misprint in that. Yes. I was going to yeah. see if you did. Yeah, they're sending us replacement copies. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, like, like a, a bad du du Duplicated pages. There were oh, duplicated okay. pages. There was, like, there was like a fight. It goes on like 10 pages. Well, there's a reason. Yeah. 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 There was a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah, so we can revisit that one when we get the yeah. actual corrected 
copies up. But that uh, that lady at the end, who's who's doing those incantations, she was hardcore. She locked that girl. She's taking her to taking the monsters loose in the airport, and, and he she locks him locks this girl in the, the uh, private bathroom so the monster can get her, and then she starts doing some weird incantation. So. That's all I got. Not, not a very banner week for Yeah, no, for hang me. on one second. Uh, yeah, it was, it was not a great week for books. Mm -mm. Now, I remember, like, last week, I was actually looking and only found... Because I originally didn't get Trojan. And I was... Like, yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> just not that much. Okay, so let's see. Actually, I I liked most of what I, well everything I read. Uh, Scarlet Witch was interesting. Uh, she basically is back now and is operating a storefront selling magic stuff, and she also has a door in it. And people that come through the door like really really need her. And somebody, um, so somebody comes through and they need to save their somebody to save their town because some random bad guy, I forget his name, has taken it over and convinced everybody he's the mayor and they all basically work for him. But she has this worry stone that was her dad's that protects her from magic. And so she's able to not be corrupted. And so Scarlet Witch goes there and takes the guy down and then uh, takes her stone, asks to borrow her stone so she can figure it out because even her magic won't work on it. Um, and it turns out the girl that's running the store for her came through the door and wouldn't say what she needed, but asked her to ha let her have a job. So she did Quicksilver's in it for a little bit. But yeah, not bad. Good art. The art was really good. Um, Children of the Black Sun was interesting. This is a new one from Ablaze. Basically, 16 years ago, the sun rose and was black for two days. And people kind of lost their minds. A million people died. There was a lot of despair and people raging and killing people. And then it went away and people were happy. And then 12 years ago it happened again where the black sun came. No, was it still like bright out and it was just no, black? I guess, or I, was it like... I, I, who knows? It was, was probably it like dim. Out? Yeah, it was like dim. But Because basically you're getting the background from a kid telling, giving a book report. Mm. And it's that kind of art. Like a young kid yeah. art. So... Um, but what happened is people who got pregnant during the Black Sun gave birth to kids with different things. The only thing we saw was kids have these red glowy eyes. But apparently there's some that have, you know, like all white or they have deformities or things like that. So um, these kids are called children of the, of the Black Sun. Um, and... Um, they're kind of, you know, shunned, you know, that people make fun of them. They talk about them in school. And these two older ones, there's two young ones that are, uh, they find this, there's this dog that's been killed, like a neighborhood dog. And these other kids are trying to blame the kids and are fighting them. And two older kids show up to help them. And they were the 16-year-olds from the 16-year one helping some 12-year-olds. And the one of them opens the dead dog's mouth and spits into it 
and the dog comes back to life. So something's going on with these people. So it was interesting. It was definitely interesting. Uh, X-Men Red uh, was good but confusing only because this is going to read really good as a trade. But trying to remember what happened last issue because there's three different storylines going and I was lost. But it had uh, Storm taking on Vulcan who had been brought back. And I guess he had been brought back from hell, but he still thought he was Emperor, and he was trying to take on Storm, and Storm took him down with the help some o- with some other Araco citizens, and they realized that it wasn't a weakness to help, and that by using their different powers together, they had defeated him. Another story with Abigail Brand, and it's revealed that she turned on Sword, and so she escaped, because she had somehow at one point taken uh, Cable's some of his powers and she could body slide and she meets somebody who uh, is going to help her. And then you have Cable who they had some of his uh, techno-organic virus that he took back into him and had this big armor and he starts hitting some orb thing and I don't know, remember what it's called and defeats these guys and then the, the orb opens up and inside of it is Mr. Sinister but he has a club on his head. And, or a spade on his head. And now this is going to lead into the Sins of Sinister mm-hmm. event that's coming. Uh, Joe Fixit, we talked about, right? No, Kim asked no. about that before the podcast. Oh, did he? Okay, Joe Fixit, um, it's written by Peter David. Basically, it's just retelling a story from then. Uh, Peter's stuck at the LA or the Las Vegas airport and sees that Joe Fixit is on the news and decides to stay and make sure everything's going what's going on. Oh, because Kingpin comes through the airport too. So he decides to stay and is kind of keeping an eye on things. And Kingpin and Joe Fixit meet and Joe Fixit beats up Kingpin and now Kingpin's gonna kill him. Um Spy Superb is a new one from Dark Horse, and this is from Matt Kent. And basically, they had this super spy that the the government, the OSS, and the American government created. And as he was testing some jetpack thing, he blew himself up. And they're like, well, crap, we spent so much time building up that we had this Spy Superb. We got to keep going with it. So what they did is they recruited like the dumbest people to do things that they didn't even realize they were being spies. Like they'd pick up the wrong phone and lose it somewhere else, and that was moving stuff around. And that was part of it, this guy getting a new phone. And basically he gets home, and these people find out who he is. So there's these three guys going to take him out, and but they're dressed like plumbers. So it's like, oh, cool, you're here. The toilet keeps running and this, and he goes into the kitchen, and the one burner on the stove isn't working. And as he shows the guy, all of a sudden erupts in flame. The guy's hat catches fire. He falls back. He turns and something happens to another guy. And, uh, well, one guy falls and shoots the other guy, kind of like in Chicken Devil. And then the other guy uh, slips on something and falls back on the knife block. And those all, and all of a sudden, so all three bad guys are dead. And this guy didn't do anything. So it's basically what if... You know, the greatest spies, it's just basically what if he's a legend and is not actually a real spy. And he's just a, an imbecile. And then the last one I read was Dark Knights of Steel number nine. Um, this book, when I heard about it, I went, this sounds really dumb. This is outstanding. Yeah. The art in this, Yasmin Putri, is fantastic. 
and just it's going everywhere you don't know it's going. Um, yeah, the, the heat issue. I don't know like what. Like yeah. which way they're gonna and it's yeah. always at the end. I'm like, why well, didn't and, see that coming? Yeah, no, absolutely. And so at the end of last issue, um was it Lara Kent or Lara L? The mom. Superman's mom kills Hippolyta. Just cuts her in yeah. half with yeah. heat vision. And just out of the blue cuts her in half. And you're like, what? Like like down yeah. like in between the eyes and half, yeah. not at the waist. Yeah. And it starts with everybody just shocked and she goes into the prison where Green Arrow and Black Canary are talking, and she kills uh, King Shark for no apparent reason, and leaves. And then um, Black Canary uses her power, breaks him out of jail, and they're going now. And he's like, "What good am I? I'm a one-armed archer." Because in the because he shot. Jor-El. He killed Jor-El. And so Superman was mad and cut off his arm. And so he grabs a crossbow. And he's like, oh, well, that makes sense. I can use a crossbow. No, I don't know how he loads it, though. Yeah, well, who knows. Um, But, so, lots of stuff is going on. And somebody approaches Constantine, who at the very beginning had been giving this prophecy. And, like, nothing is going according to prophecy right now. And it's chaos. And Joker shows up. With his, because he's basically a cross between. It's like he has the Green Lantern ring, but it's Lex Luthor, but he's crazy yeah. like the Joker. But the Green Lantern ring is actually made out of kryptonite, and he's using that on all sorts of people. And and then all of a sudden, Ma Mother L shows up, and there's two, and you're like, what? Well, it turns out that the one that was doing the stuff is actually a white Martian. And then Ollie shoots him in the chest with a fire arrow. At which point, Alfred turns... Oh, and Batman shows up riding a dragon, yeah, of course. Right. Um, and then says brother to, to Superman, who's like, what, brother? Who was being held captive on... Um... Yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. So I figured who, who let him out, but somebody let him let him out yeah. so he could come back. And then um, it's revealed that Alfred is Martian Manhunter. Mm. It's just like, you just don't know where it's going at any point. Wow. And it's been excellent. Absolutely excellent. I'm loving this book. And this is 9 out of 12. Um, yeah, Mike, I'm surprised you're not checking it out with being... He told me about it. This one's really, really good. It's going to be one that can sell... Because it's like, it's an Elseworld yeah. that is going to be able to sell forever. Cause, you know. And if he does write, could easily go back... And do more. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it's been uh, really very, very enjoyable. So and that's he, all I got. He's been doing good with that, because before he left Marvel, he had that... Um, Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. That was like an Elsewood kind of thing, and that was really good too. That was good. Yeah. So, Pat. What's coming out next week? Okay. Tom? From DC, we have Batman One Bad Day uh, Bane, which how makes many? me wonder where's the Catwoman? I'd say, how many of those That's are those coming, left? I think. Yeah, but it was supposed to come out in December, so. The Catwoman? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I'm confused by that a little bit, but we have one bad day. Bane, I don't remember how many, but they're they're soliciting in the current book. In the current book, no, you can get a slipcase for all of them or something, 
Or they're doing them as hardcovers, and then you can put them in the slipcase. I don't know. I'm not ordering the slipcase unless somebody wants it. Uh, Batman Superman World's Finest, after the shocking conclusion of that last one. We'll see where that's going. Uh, We have Flash 791. I didn't realize One Minute War was going to be weekly, but that's okay. It only takes a minute. Yeah. We have Lazarus Planet Assault on Krypton. So that started this week and is going. Uh, New Champion of Shazam is finally coming out. That's been a little bit late. Uh, Nightwing 100 is next week. And Stargirl The Lost Children number three. Uh, From Marvel, we have Avengers Forever 13. This is continuing the Avengers event. Uh, Dark Web X-Men number three. We got Hulk 11 finally. That's been a while. Uh, Immortal X-Men 10. Invincible Iron Man number two. Uh, Punisher number nine, is that the last issue, Pat? I think it is, yeah. Uh, We have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Armageddon game number four. Uh, Venom is a dark web tie-in, and we have Wasp number one, just for Mike. Good thing you only have to get five covers. So how many covers? There's only two covers. There are five covers. Five covers. Yep, sorry about that. Just give me all your money. (laughs) Um, and from Diamond, we have Art Brute number two. I remember you read number one. Uh, Barbaric Hell to Pay uh, has a new one. We have uh, Dune House Harkonnen is uh, the second of the prequels written by his son. Uh, Final Gamble number one. I'm not sure what that is, but it's a new number one. Uh, Giga, I enjoy. We're having Giga number five. It was solicited in January 2021. So it's good. Good, only coming out two years later. Um, you guys might like this one. Maniac of New York, don't call it a comeback, number one? If that arrives, I'll be happy because of all the stuff that they're going yeah. through. So. Uh, Nightclub, number two, that's the Mark Miller one. Uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter, number six, the penultimate issue. And White Savior, which is a new one from Dark Horse. Um, so that's what we got coming out. Uh, for January, we're doing Colin Bun Month, since he wrote... Everything. Half the books in the store. You so you good... definitely don't have an excuse. But I couldn't yep. figure anything what to get. Yep, you have a really good chance of what you're getting will be double points. Um, and then we're doing May's book at the end of the month. On the last Friday of the month, we're going to do book club. So we got that going. So that's about it. Dogs are sleeping. Hopefully she doesn't light you up anymore. Yeah, Pat. I was like, she moved over closer. To I know, I thought that was nice of her. I thought that was yeah. nice. She she wasn't happy you moved away. So, But that's all we got. So uh, Facebook is Pittsburgh Comics. I'm still working on revamping vamping the website. I'm just not sure exactly what I want yet. Um, uh, <laughs> Facebook is Pittsburgh Comics. Or it's Pittsburgh, ah, Pittsburgh Comics.com. Facebook is Pittsburgh Comics. Twitter and Instagram are PGH Comics. And Spencer, send us home. That's the podcast. We will talk at you next week. See ya.